The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss inflation, Musk versus Twitter, and currency markets. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Inflation data from June was released on Wednesday and showed a year-over-year increase of 9.1%, the biggest annual increase in 41 years. What does this mean for American workers and for the economy? June's inflation number was greater than economists were expecting due to surging costs for gasoline, groceries, and rent. Gasoline prices increased 11.2% on the month and are up almost 60% for the last 12 months. The food index increased by 1%. Shelter costs, which make up about one-third of the consumer price index, rose by 0.6% for the month and are up 5.6% annually. Rental costs rose by 0.8% in June, the largest monthly increase since 1986, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This was the sixth straight month that food and home costs rose at least 1%. Adjusting for inflation, workers' hourly wages fell by 1% during the month and are down 3.6% from one year ago. The average American family's monthly expenses are estimated to have increased by nearly $500. What a difference a year makes, as in early 2021, the cost of living was considerably lower and government stimulus boosted American savings. A bigger-than-expected interest rate increase is possible later this month, with a full percentage point move now being discussed by Fed policymakers. While uncommon in recent history, there have been 38 interest rate increases of 1% or more, mostly during the 70s and early 80s. Stock and commodity markets were generally lower on the inflation news as traders weigh the severity of a recession. Elon Musk pulled out of his $44 billion bid to buy Twitter. The Tesla CEO and Twitter's board of directors are now playing the blame game in an attempt to gain leverage in what looks to be a pending legal fight. Musk initially said that his bid to buy Twitter was about free speech and, quote, important to the future of civilization, end quote, but has since attributed his change of heart to concerns about the number of fake accounts on the platform. Musk has accused Twitter of violating the deal by not handing over information he says he needs to evaluate the issue. In response, Twitter issued a lawsuit in an attempt to force Musk to buy the platform. In its complaint, 
Twitter refutes Musk's claim by laying out how the world's richest man went from wanting to buy the company in order to address fake accounts, but now wants to exit the deal because of the bot and spam accounts. There is speculation that Musk's concern about fake accounts is a convenient excuse to exit a deal that has become less desirable to him. Twitter's value has fallen this year, along with other technology companies, making Musk's original bid look way overpriced. Musk was also certain to leverage Tesla stock in financing the Twitter deal, and the value of Tesla is down over 40% year-to-date. It now looks like a lengthy court battle is inevitable, as Twitter will try to maximize shareholder value by forcing a deal through, or, at a minimum, get Musk to pay the agreed-upon $1 billion breakup fee. Expect more shenanigans and childish posts on Twitter as this deal gone wrong plays out. The currency exchange market is called the market that never sleeps because it is open 24 hours a day, five days a week. Also known as the Forex, this is where the world's currencies like the US dollar, Japanese yen, the euro, and the British pound trade relative to one another. Let's discuss why currencies adjust in relative value and what that means for your money. Currencies are bought and sold on an exchange, and their prices fluctuate based on the supply and demand in the foreign exchange market. For example, increased demand for a particular currency or a shortage in its availability will result in a price increase. The supply and demand of a currency are connected to several interrelated factors, including monetary policy, inflation rates, and the political and economic environment. Economic uncertainty leads to a flight to quality for investors moving money into what are deemed safer areas of investment. For currencies, the U.S. dollar and Swiss franc have historically been considered safe haven investments due to these countries' stable political systems and low debt-to-GDP ratios. We've seen this recently, as the dollar has strengthened relative to other global currencies. In fact, one dollar now equals one euro, a level not seen in over 20 years. Movements in currencies affect you in two main ways. One, if your currency is strong relative to another, your purchasing power is increased when traveling overseas. Using the dollar-euro example, now is a great time to visit Europe, as your money will buy relatively more than in previous years. Two, if you own international investments, then you are probably exposed to what's called currency risk. Currency risk takes on three forms. One, transaction risk, or the risk that a company faces when it's buying a product from a company located in another country. Two, translation risk, a parent company owning a subsidiary in another country, and that subsidiary's revenues have to be translated back to the parent company's currency. 
and three, economic risk, which is when a company's market value is impacted by unavoidable exposure to currency fluctuations. Many exchange-traded funds and mutual funds are designed to reduce currency risk by being hedged with forex, options, or forward contracts. The downside of currency-hedged funds is that they can reduce gains and tend to be more expensive than funds that aren't currency-hedged. Also, currency risk isn't always a bad thing, as currency fluctuations can be to an investor's benefit. Join us next week when we discuss corporate earnings. Yes, it's that time of year again where corporations discuss last quarter's profits and give future guidance. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.